0: This is the Olive Magazine podcast, a weekly slice of food and drink chat brought to you by the team behind Olive Magazine. I'm Janine, Olive's food director and podcast host, and this is episode number 194. This week sees the return of Olive favourite and podcast regular John Gregory Smith, a food writer and author who specialises in writing about Middle Eastern food. John's written some great recipes for our Easter issue inspired by one of his favourite destinations, Tel Aviv. It's a city that's rich in food culture and we take an armchair tour from extravagant breakfast spreads to buzzing markets and late night clubbing and snacking which John really brings to life with his tales and recommendations. So let's have a listen. So, um, welcome back to the podcast, John Gregory Smith and these unusual (laughs) circumstances. Um, I was actually meant to do a podcast with John last week when yeah. everything went insane and uh, I was going to go around your house and we were going to cook together and we were going to chat and catch up and hug and now we're on opposite sides of London uh, and recording no, through Zoom.
1: Yeah no hugging, any sort of virtual touching.
0: Yeah virtual <laughs> waving at each other. Um, but yeah so the reason we were going to get together was to talk about uh, your feature in our Easter issue which is all about food from Tel Aviv. Yeah. Um, but first of all, I thought I'd just check in and say, how's it going How's your life? Yeah. What's going on? How are you coping?
1: I mean, it's super weird, I'm not gonna lie. I um, was in my flat actually for a week, and uh, which obviously you've been to, I live in a really lovely flat, but it's pretty tiny. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm not someone who I, I have to express myself through words quite a lot. I have to talk. So I yeah. found being on my own just too weird. So I decamped to my family's home uh last week so I'm, I'm with my sister and her family and Aww. her kids so hence all like, that not, they're not <laughs> my drawings and it's it's brilliant like it you yeah. know but it's c- completely weird like you know when i do my hour exercise every day and go outside you remember that it's like yeah it's real and it's like it's just so strange and the, ho- the worst thing is you know like w- when you feel like this all mm. you want to do is be close to people and touch people and like you know, console with your friends and your family and you you can't. It You have yeah. to stay clear of everyone. It's horrible.
0: But you've been doing a lot more on Instagram, haven't you? I've, I've noticed you've done a lot more yeah. stories and little cook-alongs. What were you, were you just thinking like? I mean, some of them are really useful. Like you did a great guide to um, stalker bud
1: ingredients. Yeah. So I thought I would just sort of chill out what I do in terms of the Middle Eastern thing and try and just do sort of tips and recipes that are just super easy and relevant yeah. to now because I, you know like if i do like some amazing middle eastern banquet it's all well and good but people can't get most of the ingredients so it yeah. would just be too too hard so i thought i'd just rein it in and do things like some pasta dishes some store cupboard tricks um i did this sort of lunch thing where you know you batch cook a load of roasted vegetables and can then make a different meal every oh, yeah, day I saw that was great, just things yeah. like that that i think are, yeah. are you know relevant for right now
0: yeah, and in a way it's kind of it's the way we're cooking isn't it because yesterday I, I made some soda bread because yeah. I was writing a feature about cheese and I was like well I've got cheese I've got a bit of flour I've got bicarb and actually soda bread's lush isn't it I completely yeah you forgot how nice it was yeah and how easy it is to and make is, but you're
1: it's, it's, yeah, it's a it, non-needer isn't it so it's yeah. sort of you know it's, it's a good one to start with
0: but how what kind of everyone... doing stuff yeah like go on Look, all right, I was just going to say we're kind of doing stuff based on how we're living ourselves. Yeah, because even though we're food writers, we're still restricted by what we can yeah, get our hands 100%. on. Hundred
1: percent. And the, but what's interesting now is everyone's got so much time that yeah. you know it, it's sort of like it's suddenly doing something slow cooking or like mm. bread in people's heads what they're kind of thinking is it will kill an hour and yeah. <laughs> frankly that's a good thing
0: yeah so how what's your have you set yourself up a new kind of routine then that
1: Yeah, well, I actually love routine. I'm such a sad old man. Like up at seven, (laughs) I have my two coffees before seven thirty.
0: Did you bring your little Turkish coffee pot? Yes, and I
1: went. Did you know what? (laughs) This is awful, but I did stockpile Turkish coffee because it's really hard to get anywhere apart from my one shop. Is it? So I just went and bought tons. I'm sure they
0: would have been quite happy that they, you know, that they sold that. Exactly.
1: It's not like you know, it's it's a (laughs) non-essential, but I, I I kind of loved it, and then. I do, I do my sort of Instagram in the morning, film yeah. a video around half 10, 11, because the light in the kitchen is beautiful. Yeah. And then just sort of spend the day either doing emailing or a bit of editing and then yeah. get outside. They've got a lovely, there's a garden there. So just do a bit yeah. of exercise. And that's it. I mean, it's super weird. It's slightly like probably what you would do if you were like in prison, I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like it's, you yeah. know,
1: have a turn around the yard and come in and do some do some writing. It's weird.
0: I think it's true. It, it's weird, but the it's a bit like I've got a a little dog who you might be able to hear squeaking behind oh, me because marlin. I <laughs> Marlon. Marlon. Um but he you know part of the thing about having a dog and a child is um is routine and mm. how important that is and i think for us now that we're all stuck indoors it's really important to kind of do things at and when we first got into lockdown like my husband was saying it's really important that we have this routine and we do certain things at certain times of the day because it calms you yeah and actually to begin with i was oh, obviously i was fighting it but now i'm like i'm fully on board
1: <laughs> yeah no and it is small things like you know just basically what would be really nice is if we all just sit in our pants and drink wine all day but you (laughs)
0: you you
1: just can't so you've got to get up you've got to do something you've got to get dressed you've got to have a routine but what I will say is thank beep for wine because by the time it gets to six (laughs) o'clock oh my god is it so necessary
0: yeah it's true I mean I I I like you because we we still have to produce the magazine so yeah. we're, we're we're quite busy doing it all remotely but um but I'm giving myself a little like 6:30 it's okay now you can have a little glass yeah. of wine once once you put your computer down and everything and i think it's but, really um,
1: like do you know what i think because it is so weird at the moment it's just too, too bizarre yeah. actually one or two is just such a, <laughs> a nice <laughs> tonic isn't it just calm yeah. down help you sleep it's brilliant
0: but one of the things we're going to try to keep doing on the podcast is obviously, you know, we're not going to be banging on about coronavirus week in, week out because we understand that people also want a bit of escapism, Hell yeah. which is where you come in. Yeah, let's um, do it. So let's go back to Tel Aviv. So um, I just did a little bit of a mini research. Obviously, you know, no one could travel at the minute. No one's saying you should be traveling at the minute. But what we can do and what's going to lift all of our spirits is doing a bit of armchair travel and yep. making those plans for when we can get back on the road and maybe thinking about destinations that mm. we've not thought about before and for me one place I've never thought about going to was Tel Aviv yeah um it just wasn't really on my radar I didn't really understand what kind of city it was but um you you're a big fan aren't you you've been going there for how many six years six is it?
1: seven years I absolutely love it Janine I think it's um Food-wise, it's one of the most exciting cities literally in the world because yeah. it's it, the, the, Israel as a country is tiny, but the, yeah. t, you know Tel Aviv is a pretty tiny city, but it's so packed full of people from all over the world. So you've got yeah. like, you know, there's Jews from everywhere, from like Iraq to Yemenite to Polish to yeah. American. You've got obviously like all the kind of Arab influence from the bit we can't really talk about. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's obviously like heavy Arab influence there as well. And it, it, as a city, it's got that, like food is ingrained into it, a bit like New yeah. York in that everyone is consuming something all the time and everyone loves to eat out. Yeah, London, yeah, yeah. we're definitely getting there, but it, it's got that kind of everyone's love to eat out. So it's super exciting culinary-wise. And a lot of the places that I mentioned have, have got a very rich culinary heritage. Yeah. So they've got that as well, plus, you know, like hot young chefs doing new things. So yeah. there's the food scene, then... You've got this, you know, beautiful city on the beach, Wynn, mm. lovely, gorgeous. And then they go in, going out. I mean, it's like a revelation. They just like, the Tel Avivites, whatever you want to call them, they absolutely love to party and yeah. they do it in just such a cool way. Like <laughs> they, you know, everything happens late. It's such a sexy, cool city. So everyone goes out late. Mm. They look fabulous. They yeah. drink, they sit on rooftops and then they go to these wicked clubs. And it's sort of not, they're not as sort of mad as like European clubs. They're just a bit kind of more relaxed. Yeah. And, you know, it's just its just super fun. It's really fun.
0: I thought what we could do, because I thought it was, as I was reading around it, um, I realised, you're right, they do seem to eat and drink all day. Yeah. I thought we could do a, like, morning to evening, like, like a day in the life of Tel Aviv, like yeah, the of sort course. of things that you would do. So, yeah. like, so let's start off with... Um, my parents will listen to this
1: there's certain things that i can't say (laughs)
0: okay (laughs) well we'll keep it you know we'll keep it kid friendly but but just starting off with breakfast which should be quite safe um (laughs) (laughs) yeah what sort of um is that is it a big deal breakfast, yeah so breakfast brunch?
1: obviously is you know you're in the world of shakshuka you're in the world yeah. of hummus so you know on the weekend you can go for like a mega brunch everywhere so they've got a mm. market called carmel market which is right in the center of tel aviv mm-hmm. and it's like the, the main market's just gorgeous and it's beautiful fresh produce and baklava and all this loveliness and then there's loads of little alleys with cafes all, all off it so, you know, shakshuka's big business there. Yeah. Um, but the other thing in the Middle East is um, hummus is not eaten like how we eat it in a sort of sad, uh, s- sad tub. With, with a sad little pit. pit. Of- no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if, and it's really funny. If you say that to someone who lives around there, they're like, I don't understand. That's so weird. There, they're literally, you get a ginormous bowl of hummus with different yeah. toppings on, quite often an egg, oh. lovely herbs, spices, yeah. and a spoon. And you just go for it. Yeah. And there'll always be pitta. And actually what they do as well in Tel Aviv is they give you uh, wh- white onion wedges. And the point being, if you don't want to fill up on the pitta, you use yeah. the white onion as a scoop. Oh. And, and yeah, so that would be breakfast. And, and one of my favourite hummus places actually in the world is is a little cafe called Shalomo and Dorian. And it's just off Carmel Market. They, ob- they open from like six till about 11. Yeah. And they just sell hummus. And you can get like different toppings on your hummus so like fried meat or this they do one called balkan hummus which is like a smoked aubergine that's the one i did for you guys which is just insane so it's like smoked aubergine with salad on top or they do the fool which is um so fool is more like an egyptian style hummus with fava beans i don't love it it's got a really funny smell but (laughs) that that and kind of you know like coffee is really big there so everything from like you know, your Aussie style, creamy, yeah. chocolatey coffee. It's like really good Arab coffee.
0: So that so kind of like hip cafe society oh is my God. really... It's so hipster
1: out there. Yeah. Like it's Israelis are beautiful people. They're just stunners, all of them. <laughs>
0: and they're
1: so gorgeous. And they're yeah. so hip. Like the way yeah. they dress. Even saying hip is so uncool. But yeah. like, you know, they just dress like effortlessly everyone yeah, yeah, looks yeah. like they could be in like a new band it's just they're just yeah. so cool and it's kind of reflected in all the cafes and stuff it's yeah. lovely
0: so everyone's people watching as well
1: yeah well I mean I certainly am yeah. definitely like jaw to the ground <laughs> half the time
0: and then um you mentioned beaches so there's quite a big beach culture as yeah. well isn't there have M- you played Matt Cot?
1: so I'm Are really you? bad at it it's called mizcot. is it, Ms. Cot. Is it Ms. oh is it mizcot? Cot, Cot? am I
0: it's it's spelt mat so, so I'm just being really ignorant. No, about you're it. probably
1: right because I'm dyslexic, so I quite often yeah. just make up words in my head. But essentially, essentially, that's a fancy word for bat and ball on the beach,
0: paddle ball, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But they
1: absolutely love it over there, and it's really funny. So you're, they've got basically the whole of Tel Aviv is on this beautiful coastline, and there's different yeah. beaches all the way along. And um, they, they get so the week, the weekend of that in Israel is Friday and Saturday, and Saturday, so Friday, basically everyone just does what they want you go out the markets are really busy friday night is shabbat so a lot so if you're not in tel aviv actually it's super quiet friday night but tel aviv it's okay but saturday's dead in the morning it's just there's nothing to do so everybody goes to the beach and it is Mm. funny because you just see all these like amazingly stunning people all playing Mm. and it's that funny like (laughs) batting noise (laughs) yeah
0: and what about the markets? Is it like food markets or is it antiques or is it, you know, what, um, what sort of things are?
1: I'm sure they've got antiques. Actually, there is a big flea market in Jaffa. Flea market.
0: On... Yeah, I read, I read flea market. Yeah, so there's a big, Jaffa.
1: big one yeah. around the tower clock. Um, and it, you know, it just sells all, all, I don't know, flea junkie stuff. I don't really, that's not really my ba- bag actually. Okay. What, <laughs> what I love is the food markets and they're yeah. literally everywhere. So they start, you can go all around Jaffa, so around the flea market, there's amazing like cafes and little Mm. bars um, and like lovely little food stores everywhere. Then you've got, you walk through an area called Levinsky, which is so cool. It's sort of like a bit like what Shoreditch was in sort of 2000, you know, like very urban, graffiti everywhere. A bit rough around the edges, but so cool. And they've got a Levinsky Market, which is a street. And it's just got the coolest, like, little cafes, hummus shops, falafel, shawarma, like, everywhere. Mm. Then you have Carmel Market, which is the central one that's massive. And it's, it's just, it's so cool. Like, it's beautiful.
0: So would people be wandering around there doing a bit of shopping and then stopping off and having a falafel yeah. or a yeah, yeah or just, absolutely. Or just eating, eating on the you can, you can, the can literally kind of thing. you
1: can do what you want you can like graze you yeah. can pick up like a so everything is served in pitta so if you get yeah. the sabish sandwich that we did or falafel yeah. sandwich or shawarma so they would call that all actually sandwich when you're there they just say get yeah, me a sandwich,
0: sandwich.
1: Yeah. and for us it would be like something in pitta so you can obviously that's brilliant to eat on the go but all these places are really cool and they'll have like a couple of stalls and you can just sit and have a beer and watch the world go by and then actually my my, there's this amazing woman who runs these walking tours um the company's called delicious israel and inbal who runs it is is really cool she's a good friend of mine and she if you are there and you want to do a sort of edible tour just go to her hers the best she's super cool and really fun she took me to a new market called hatavika or hatvika market in an area called hatvika which is sort of a really old, like working man's district, like laborers' district. So it was okay. like a lot of like Iraqi Jews, Yemenite Jews, and the markets really kind of old school and a bit different. So like yeah. Carmel Market's super hipster, yeah. And this it would be like going to the one in um, what's the market by London Fields,
0: uh, Broadway Bro- Market, Bro- Broadway. Yeah, it yeah. would
1: be a bit like that. You know, it's just yeah. dead cool. Whereas Hatikva yeah. is like really old school, traditional. Old school, yeah, and I I ate food there that I've never seen before in my life
0: amazing. and I
1: love that and, you, and it, what was really cool you love
0: of, a new discovery don't love you love a new discovery so she like
1: this amazing Yemenite bread called Jakun, and it's yeah. like slightly weird like rolled puff pastry and, wow. and like a log and then it's yeah. boiled for hours in like a very rich meat stock what so it goes soft but it's dense and then it's served with um, boiled eggs and zoog, which is that like chilli paste oh. And it's it's really heavy. Sounds so the,
0: like, a, like a dumpling.
1: It's quite weird. And I think the point being is one of those, you know, if you were like out in the field or doing manual labor, yeah. you need something keep you super going, heavy. Yeah. And then, then we actually also ate these like Iraqi dumplings that are like in, they're almost in like a sort of semolina. In, instead of like a dumpling dough, it's like a semolina dough. With, with meat inside steamed. So it looks like a Chinese dumpling and then again, served with like a red soup, yeah. And it was, it's just like, I, I, when I get really excited, I just flap my hands. So I'm just <laughs> running around. It was almost like I was about to take off. I just loved it. It was so wicked. And, and it was a different vibe. So, you know, they were, you were more in danger of getting like shoved out of the way by a little old lady. Yeah. And I, it's quite nice to mix it up like that.
0: Stick around for more from John including some brilliant recipes you can try at home. It's interesting you said um, your guide your sort of walking guide because it apparently because i've never been there but i was reading it's a very walkable place yeah. as in you can spend a couple of hours and you can cover such a lot of ground and that's yeah. what people do so.
1: and, and yeah and it's so nice to walk around because you've got like the beachy bit which some of it's like a bit like miami it's beautiful buildings on the beach wow. you've got jaffa which is like the old arabic quarter which is a bit more like with the mosques and and the more yeah. sort of the moorish architecture uh then you've got like the Bauhaus districts so you've got these amazing like art deco buildings yeah then the grungy neighborhood so it's it to just walk and get lost is like the best way to see it all, really.
0: Yeah, because I think there's it, it is known as a kind of cultural centre as well. You yeah. know, museums, beautiful architecture, oh. lots of art, lots of music. So yeah. if that's your bag, and yeah. you, you wouldn't be. I mean, that's then, all the tick um,
1: boxes really, isn't it? Food, yeah. <laughs> art, music, culture. And, and it's super safe as well. So you can literally, yeah. you just, you can trot off anywhere you like and, you know, get lost and explore. It's brilliant.
0: Yeah. And then... So moving on to evening time, what's the <laughs> oh, oh here we go? This is this is like grandma here is going to be like, what time do they eat in Tel Aviv? It's John.
1: super weird. It's one of is the it? weird cities where if base if you have a reservation before ten o'clock, they just they don't really understand it. You know, if you if you say, "Oh, can I have a table at 8 They're like, "Yeah, sure." Why? It like there's no one there. The restaurants sort of open at like half eight, nine o'clock, and there's no one there till ten. Yeah. And then if you. There's, this, there's a square, actually. There's a main, one of the main roads is called Allenby. And off Allenby is the, the sort of, it's called Central Synagogue. And there's this big square with loads of restaurants and stuff. And because of the weather, everything's outside. It's all wonderful. Mm-hmm. And it is weird. If you go for a table at 10, there's just yeah. not that many people there. By the time you leave at like half 11, it's even packed. on a Monday night, it's packed. But I think the big thing there is it's because of the weather, when everyone finishes work, and yeah. they'll they'll go out. So they'll go running or swimming. Oh, or, I
0: see. So or, there's that big in, gap.
1: Yeah. So yeah. you enjoy the weather. Then you go home. Apartments are quite tiny. So you kind of yeah. sort yourself out and then you go and eat late. And But they don't drink like we do. So if we go out at seven <laughs> on a Monday, we'll guarantee to drink two bottles of wine by nine o'clock. There they might have one or two drinks and call it a day. That's yeah. why they can stay out, you know, till 11 or 12. Oh, and it's sort of yeah. no problem. But it just makes it super fun. You know, the atmosphere is yeah. wicked.
0: Let's talk a bit more in detail about the food because mm. I've got your absolutely gorgeous Tel Aviv feature in front of me. Um, so one of the things we just talked about there that I want to go into into a bit more detail is the sabich. Oh, yes. Sandwich. Showing you it, Showing you it now on the screen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what is that? It, basically, that it is classically the... The aubergine and the egg yeah. that makes
1: it. See, so, traditionally, it's an Iraqi sandwich. And um, actually, I was introduced by that lady, Inbao, who I was talking about earlier. Yeah. And I asked her to take me on a street food tour and sort of show me this. Well, this is my first trip to Tel Aviv. I wanted to see like the main sort of the big hero dishes. So your, yeah. your shawarma, your falafel. And I didn't know it, but sabish is one of them. Uh, so it's an Iraqi sandwich and essentially it's fried aubergines that are either pretty much always deep fried or like griddled, griddled. but mainly so deep really fried, soft. really yeah. soft. And then the seasonings they put on are um, cinnamon and then okay. a sort of mix that's a little bit like, uh, what's that Indian spice mix that's got mango powder in it? Um, um
0: or like chat, chat, chat masala. masala. So they yeah. use
1: something like that. So you've got cinnamon and and like a sort of chut, so you quite a lot of spices, and then, mm. then they so the, the aubergines are soft and sort of very well spiced and seasoned, and then it goes into a pitter with the chopped egg,
0: yeah,
1: loads of tahini. So they just use raw tahini, but it's oh, it's wow. it's really it's it. It's not bitter like some of the stuff we get here. It's really lovely and smooth. Um, then a chopped salad, which will be, you know, cucumber, onion, tomato. Um, pickles, and then a thing called amber. And amber's this crazy like mango and fenugreek um puree almost, like a chutney. Like a sauce,
0: kind of. Yeah. And it's
1: you know, it will come out of a squeezy bottle and it's it's kind of bright yellow like a bit you know when you it looks a bit like unnatural but it's yeah. got this amazing sweet sour tang
0: oh nice and it
1: just adds such a good depth into that sandwich it, and it yeah. so it's, it's just hits everything it's brilliant wow.
0: amazing and and the other one i wanted to talk about as well was your <clears throat> your late night onion flower. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah just to say that's so a beach you said you had your favourite one is from a place called Sabich Number no. 10. Off
1: Telenyaki or something street. Uh,
0: it's it um, it's Chernichovsky Street. <laughs> yeah, that one. I think I've got that right. You can see it. But this, that recipe for the Sabich, the you tricked out the tahini a little bit because you whizzed it with some parsley and mint. So you made like a green tahini yeah. on the recipe, which is absolutely delicious. It is, it's good, isn't it? It's yeah, and, and actually we're going to have that on the website by the time the magazine comes out, so people can go and dry oh, that. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, a really spectacular one was the um, the late night onion flower. So can you describe that? For yeah, the, like, so honestness? essentially
1: an onion flower yeah. is when you, if you think about a big white onion, it's obviously, yeah. it's, it's like a flower that's all closed. So if you cut it, say, into quarters or eighths, which is I think yeah. uh, what I do, and splay it open, it will open out like a yeah, flower. Yeah,
0: like a flower.
1: And um, so, obviously, Tel Aviv being some you know somewhere with quite an advanced food scene, you can get a- anything there. If you want sushi, yeah. Thai food, it's all there. Yeah. And one of my favourite places was a is a burger place on Allenby Street called Burger Co. or the American Burger America
0: Co. America Burgers, That's yeah. That's it. Yeah.
1: And I went in there, like, quite regularly, and they used to do, <laughs> I used to get burger... The onion flour, and they used to do like a boozy milkshake with tequila in, which was so pleasing. <laughs> and the onion flour is just amazing because when it when it fries, it's battered, mm. it kind of sets, so you can almost just rip pieces off and yeah, dunk it, it in. It's
0: beautiful because we we did it in the test kitchen, and I was like. I'm not sure about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you have to like, but you know, you have to dredge the whole thing in, yeah. in egg and flour and then you deep fry it. And then by the time it comes out of the fryer, it looks like a big golden kind of crunchy crispy yeah. flour. And like but the tips
1: you, are super crispy yeah. and then the bottom can, of it's a bit mushy. So when you could just pull it off really yeah, easily. Yeah, you pull,
0: you pull each petal of yeah. onion out and then like crunch down on it. And it's such, again, for talking about simple recipes, it's such a simple recipe because I think... The coating is um flour, a bit of smoked paprika some garlic granules, which you mix together with some seasoning. And then um it's just like dipping egg in milk and then dredging the flour and then deep fry. Mm, it's so really, really nice ri- It's that kind so of um
1: good. you know that expression like luxe junk food. Yeah. It's just like taking an onion ring <laughs> to like the next level.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Um and lastly, maybe we'll talk about because we, I think we were just saying about you know obviously a bit more difficult to get food these days but I think one thing that I've seen a lot of is fruit and veg because we've obviously mm. got a lot of suppliers supplying fruit and veg now veg box mm. schemes or so so um your white city sweet potatoes because this is a lovely lovely simple recipe using one of yeah, your favorite nice. things I think the Aleppo pepper flakes
1: yeah. And, you know, let's just caveat now. If you can't get the Aleppo pepper flakes, don't think you can't make this. You could either use yeah. um, just chilli flakes, any chilli flakes or fresh chilli you've got in, the, in yeah. the cupboards, or if you've got it or can get it, smoked yeah. paprika or just plain paprika. Yeah, yeah. And that would do
0: yeah.
1: beautifully. But this was just... So they've got um, one of the kind of... The, there's loads of very cool restaurants in uh, Tel Aviv that do like you know it's all sharing plates but they kind of really focus in on one ingredient and loads of them will just do like a barbecued sweet potato that they literally just throw on hot coals and it blisters and chars and then you serve it with sour cream and some spices and that is it but it's just the the flavor of that smokiness and the kind of gets into the potato skin yeah and it makes it just so delicious yeah. and then you know because everyone you know sweet potatoes inherently have that lovely richness yeah so that sour creamy tang just cuts through it gorgeous yeah, it's,
0: and it, it's I think you finish yours as well with um it's so pretty you've got a few little chopped pistachios and some pomegranate seeds on top but again like it, it really is the combo of the the sweet potato with the sour cream and the sort of like spicy pepper mm. that's giving it's really that, nice like, It's super comforting, isn't it? Yeah,
1: and with the pomegranate seeds, obviously it's really easy just to throw them in for the sake of it because they're so pretty. But in this case, it's that that (laughs) crunch that's really lovely because you've got all these smooth textures and you get that lovely crunch and then that pop of yeah. sour against the sweetness. Yeah. So it's just beautiful.
0: <clears throat> and I guess any nuts would, I mean, you could use like almonds or something on top Anything, of it as well. Anything, almonds, Can you, yeah.
1: walnuts. You know what you even like, just if you get plain peanuts and toast them, actually they've oh, got lovely. an amazing flavour.
0: Yeah. I think we're going to spend a lot of time in the next couple of months basically given a lot of substitutions for recipes because oh yeah. we're all le- we're all, I mean we're all learning aren't we we're all like will this work yeah. I'm just gonna try it anyway because all you know like, you might I, as well
1: I, I was trying to do something the other day and I thought I've, I've got like pretty much everything and then realized I had like the wrong flower and yeah. normally I would have just gone right I'm just going get the right one whereas yeah, now me I'm too. like
0: let's just make try it, happen, it anyway see what let's happens just, yeah, yeah see what happens what there's nothing to lose really <laughs> exactly but, um, <laughs> but yeah if you um if people want to go and seek out those recipes, uh, they should be online on uh, olivemagazine.com this weekend. Uh, when the when the um, when this is out. And also um, Easter issue. If you're if you happen to be bobbing into a supermarket to get your essentials <laughs> once a day, uh, the issue should be on the shelves as well. It looks absolutely stunning. So um, I'm gonna send you a copy in the post. Oh, well, I can't wait. You always <laughs> do
1: such you literally you always nail them. It's so fun. Yeah. I'm definitely coming to the next suit, by the way
0: yeah i want you to and, 100%. and i'm gonna hug you <laughs> oh, <laughs> so <yes>! much <laughs> mass hugging <laughs> yeah and you can make me that tequila milkshake <laughs> <gasps> yes
1: that would be fun wouldn't it
0: um but yeah i think um yeah well let, let's keep in touch and hopefully come back on again soon and we'll do a proper proper cook along with Any all the bells time, and whistles And yeah time. thank you so much for giving us a little taste of tel aviv today though john love That's it. Been brilliant. my pleasure so that was this week's podcast if you want to explore more of our back catalogue of almost 200 episodes you'll find us on all the main podcast platforms and on our website olivemagazine.com where you'll also find tons of useful recipes and cooking advice we also have a brilliant subs offer on the magazine at the moment where you can get five issues delivered for only five pounds just go to buysubscriptions.com forward slash all pod that's o-l-p-o-d to get the offer after your first five issues, you automatically pay 20 99 for every six issues that you can cancel at any time. T's and C's apply. So that's it for this week. Stay safe and we'll see you next week when we'll have a brand new episode to listen to.